Thank you so much, Limor, for joining the We Don't Play podcast today. How are you? Um, great. Thank you, Favor, for having me here. Anytime, anytime. The pleasure is all mine. I'm so excited that you're here. And we're really going to talk about some topics that are very important to people and mostly people who are looking for flexibility. Let me put it like that. Because, you know, LinkedIn is a big topic and everybody's on LinkedIn, but I think it's great for you to give us some insights on those things. But before you do, you know, I'd love people to get to know who you are, what you do, and just give a little background of, you know, what's happening in your world. Sure, happy to. So hi everyone, I'm Limor, I'm based in Israel, and I'm a mentor and coach for women in tech, and I also consult to companies on different things related to leadership, to mentorship, and business, you know, and I come from rich experience in leading engineering organizations, and I decided to make a career shift about two and a half years ago and focus on my passion, which is supporting women in the tech industry and helping them grow and thrive. So that's what I like doing the most. Wow, that's beautiful. You know, when you said tech, tell me more. I, I really want to know, like, how did you start? Like, what was the passion behind it? How did I start what I'm doing today or in general? I would say in general. Yeah, so I started my career. So basically what happened was I I'll have to go back to high school. Uh, I back then uh, studied, uh, focused on STEM, so studied uh, physics, uh, math, chemistry, and the school system kind of classified me as one thing, right? Uh, as a STEM, strong in STEM, and uh, I thought that's the only thing I could do. So I chose a career and I decided to go and study computer science, and from that on, started my career as a software engineer. At some point I realized that I like working with people and I liked leading others and I chose to become a manager and later on a director of engineering. And that's kind of how things happened. Along the way, I thought that I have other skills as well, that I'm very good with people and that I have good influence of people and help them navigate different challenges and it happens that it was not planned, but the company approached me in 2016 and asked me if I'm interested in mentoring engineering managers. Mm. And I said, yeah, sure, I'm happy to. And when I started doing that, I found out two things. First of all, I loved it. I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed. I enjoyed helping others. I enjoyed making a positive impact on someone's career. And the second thing was that I got a lot of good feedback from people I mentored, how I helped them overcome different challenges they had. And I liked the most working with women because, you know, I want to help women. I want to help women, you know, overcome their insecurities and whatever is holding them back. That's beautiful. We, You know, when I think about what you've said, especially when it comes to helping people, you know, people love to be helped, but not everybody likes to be helped, you know, but the people that you do help end up seeing the value in what you're bringing to the table. And that's also giving them something to think about long term. 
So, you know, you've mentioned how you've been in tech, you've built it out, you have your own business. Now, some people have, the, especially during COVID, you know, everybody has been trying to get away from the nine to five work-life balance and try to get out of that and maybe have a few other income streams coming in from the one that they're mainly using or mainly having. How does someone wake up and say, okay, I'm going to start a business today. How do they just jump out of their shell in their comfort zone and think about the pros and the cons? You know, what is the best way to give someone this mindset so they're not stuck? Yeah, so, I mean, it's a process. It doesn't happen overnight. It didn't happen overnight for me. I felt that there is more to me to give to the world than what I was doing. I think it's, first of all, identifying your passion. What makes you fulfilled? Uh, feel like you have a purpose in life, like you're doing something that it's not just making a living, but actually gives you a sense of a mission, right? That yeah. you're actually making a difference. Uh, and then identifying your strength. And if you don't know, or you're not sure, ask others. I mean, I always recommend people that I coach and mentor, just get, get, get feedback from people who are close to you, either in a, your personal life or at work. Ask them, what are, you, what are you good at and what maybe are your weaknesses? And, and kind of the combination of your passion, your strength, and what is needed in the world, right? What people are actually willing to pay for. It's where you should focus your energy. And, uh, you know, it's not easy to stop being an employee and move to being self-employed. It's not an easy path. And you don't have to do it all at once, by the way. You can just experiment, right? I mean, if you're good at something, for example, I just reached out to some people in my network. I was looking for some consultants for a company that I consult, some technical consultation. And those people are working full time and I reach out to them, hey, are you willing to consult a few hours? And I say, you know what, I've never done that, but I'm willing to try. So even trying to, you know, utilize your expertise elsewhere, try to consult, help some companies, maybe, you know, maybe you'll find out that you like it. Or if you want to start something small, like maybe you want to start some training, you like teaching something, so create a, either a recorded training or a live training and pass on your knowledge and see if you like to doing that. You can experiment, you don't have to do it all at once. I love that you use the hybrid model. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Because we all know that life are not black and white. There's something in between. And uh, I know firsthand how hard it is to make a transition. I, I, I was an employee my entire life. That's the only thing I knew. That's the only way I knew how to make money. And it's not easy to step out of that comfort zone. It, I mean, to some degree, right? It's a comfort zone that you have a paycheck every month and go to the completely unknown. As a business owner, you don't know what's your income going to be. That is so true. That is so true. It sounds scary. Someone hearing this is like, I don't, I'd rather face the known than face the unknown. Yeah, I don't want to scare anyone, but I always, transparency and honesty is one of my core values. And I always prefer to be transparent. I don't want to scare everyone off. I'm just saying you need to know what you're getting into 
and figure out if it's the right path for you because not everyone are built the same and for some people being an employee the great that's what works for them and for some people hate it i realized at some at some point in my career that i wanted the freedom i freedom i want freedom to choose when i work who i work with i wanted my own terms how much days off do I take? I don't want to report to anyone about days off. I want to just decide what I'm doing. And that was so important to me that I wanted to really break free from being employed. It doesn't mean that being employed is a bad thing. That is true. That is really true. I think, huh, I think the way people think about this is more money, more time or more money less time or less time more money or less time less money <laughs> so you have to choose which quadrant you want to be in because it also thinks about your flexibility because some people you know are employees and they're working for maybe two three four five years and then in their sixth year they decide to use their savings to start a business in the seventh year and then by the 10th year, they already have three years of business experience because they left. But the timing is also important. So, so when you think about a business, like right now, we're getting towards the end of the year. How does someone think about transitioning online too? Because think about it. Some, some, the person who may be an employee may have their LinkedIn profile for jobs. But they maybe want to be an entrepreneur and they have to change their LinkedIn account to a creator account. And maybe there's a policy in the company that you can't do that. So there are some mm. restrictions. How do you how do you go about that? So I haven't I haven't heard about like a company policy that will not allow you to create content on social media. That's kind of weird, I would say, if a company will prohibit you from just being on social media again not showing not sharing anything confidential about a company but just being yourself i think it's a high so you know what at first when i uh, thought about uh, leaving you know uh, my job and being self-employed i thought about okay i'm starting fresh but actually you're not starting from zero right you have all the background and experience that you have so you don't need to hide that uh, but if, as you mentioned you need to transition your um, brand on LinkedIn, if we're talking about linking from an employee and showcase your skills and how they can be applied elsewhere. And you can start doing that when you're still employed by sharing content. As you said, Creator Mode is a great vehicle to do so. You can create content in different ways, right? Whatever you like the most, you can create posts, you can create articles, newsletter, live streams, audio, whatever you like, whatever format you like, and start giving value to the world and showcase your capabilities. Just build a brand beyond, you know, what you do as an employee. Yeah. Now, you've mentioned that as an employee and something just popped up in my mind. Hard skills and soft skills. Mm -hmm. How does someone manage those skills in the employee setting and also within a business ownership setting uh, you mean both hard skills and soft skills yes so as an employee usually you know typically what you do is like you work at a company and there's a corporate ladder and you 
want to figure out what's next for you, whether it's within the company or in elsewhere. And you need to realize what are the gaps, what are the things that you're lacking and work on those gaps. So some of those will be skills, hard skills that you need to learn. Let's say if you are, I don't know, a software engineer and you want to become a staff engineer, then you need to think higher level, do architecture work, less just uh, implementing a specific feature. So you need to get exposure to thinking out of the box, to architecture, maybe some technologies. So you need to figure out what's the gap and fill it. And about soft skills, there is no magic bullet. I mean, I think it's realizing what are the things that you need to improve on. It could be, you know, influencing without authority. It could be resolving conflicts. It could be anything, right? I mean, presenting in front of a crowd. So figure out what are the top things that you want to improve on and how you can do that. Either find a mentor or a coach and experiment. Just do it. You know, if you want to be a better speaker, find speaking opportunities and practice and get better and better and better. If you want to become better at influencing others, get a mentor or a coach and uh, and find opportunities to overcome the challenges that you have in the workforce instead of shying away from facing those. And as a business owner, it's it's you know it really depends it depends where you're at at your business what do you need to do i mean if you are just a single person doing everything then maybe you need to learn some hard skills like creating i don't know a website <laughs> i don't know and doing marketing advertisement all of those things so go and learn how to do it. If you're more established and you can pay others to do that, then find the right people that can do that for you. And I think one thing that is common to all is your personal brand. No matter what you do, you need to have a strong personal brand, whether you're an employee or a business owner. So you need to put yourself out there in whatever, as I said, whatever way that you relate to the most and whatever media that you like the most and put yourself out there yeah that's a good one thank you so much for bringing that up because also your personality is what makes you get hired or fired <laughs> you know absolutely and, and by the way hired or fired both as an employee and as a business owner mm. it's people working with people at the end of it right Exactly, exactly. No, it, it plays a huge role because now when you think about personal branding, it's how you speak. You know, what tones do you, do you use? What emojis are you normally using? Because LinkedIn, a lot of people on LinkedIn don't... How do I put this? A lot of people on LinkedIn are either doing it in a very professional way or in a way that is convenient for them but you see some people that use hashtags they use emojis they use pictures they talk about their day or oh, i had this cup of coffee you know very thing things that are not even business related but it shows your personality and some people are also having imposter syndrome because they don't know if this person will like it if my connections know me like that so how does someone break that monotony of personal branding so they can feel like themselves and be authentic in their space 
I think like anything in life, I mean, you need to do it. You need to practice it. And at first it may feel intimidating, but if you put yourself, you challenge yourself, like today I'm going to post about something, again, think about what kind of value it brings. And not always the value is just, oh, I give knowledge. Sometimes it's just inspiration. And, you know, it happened to me a lot of times that I posted some stuff and I thought, well, no one looks at it, right? Because no, not all the time I get a lot of comments or likes or whatever. But then sometimes people tell me, wow, I really follow you on LinkedIn and you inspire me. So they may not even react to what I'm doing, mm. but eventually it makes an impact. So sometimes we think too much and we think too much about what people think will think of us and how they will judge us. Just do it. Mm. Jump into the water and do it. That's a good one. That's a good one. I feel like people will definitely want to do that more now after listening to you because we're not perfect. And if we can go and just be ourselves, then the people will actually feel like, oh, this person is actually putting themselves out there. So I can do it too. If she can do it, if he could do it, then I can do it. So it's, I think it's the power of impact, like you mentioned. Without impact, there's no, there's no reaction. Yeah, absolutely. And today, everyone can be a creator, right? You don't need much. You just need an internet connection. <laughs> that is true. That is so, so true. You know, if there's one thing you can tell our amazing audience today when it comes to personal branding or just transitioning, which we've been talking about today, what is the one takeaway, home takeaway point that they should consider? If there's anything they need to take away from this conversation, what would that one thing be? Realize that things take time. Be gracious with yourself. Changes take time. You know, when I started, there were a lot of times that I was frustrated or being too harsh on myself. But eventually I realized that the change takes time and I need to just let go of my fears, of my judgment, and just things will happen. And that's what happened eventually, right? Things, good things started to happen when I let go and believed in myself and just continue on the path that I wanted to. Mm. But it takes time. You need to be patient. Yeah, I think patience is a major thing. Thank you so much for that. That is very helpful. And I know a lot of people will definitely want to stay in contact and learn from you as well. And I'm sure they will definitely want to connect with you on LinkedIn because they were like, oh, she's talked about LinkedIn. So let me go see what she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. No, this has been amazing. This has been a great speed, you know, speed talk. And I'm so glad you were able to share your amazing insights with us, especially on your backstory. And that's one of the things I love about this podcast is that we hear unique stories every time and everybody's unique. And it's always that uniqueness that brings that authenticity to the room. So I really appreciate you for bringing this today, Lamar. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, Fabian. Yeah, anytime. If there's any way they can reach out to you and connect with you, what are the options they have available? Yeah, probably the best is LinkedIn. You just uh, type Lemore Bergman and you'll find me. And I also have a website, lemorebergman.com. So either of those work. Okay, okay. And definitely, if you guys are trying to figure out where that is, it's in the show description as well it's all available in the description for you so just click away and connect with 
bit more and eventually you can be able to stay in contact with her and let her know where you heard her first on the podcast you know that's also a good way to know that people are listening and actively taking action as well thank you so much i appreciate you thank you you're welcome anytime